Media Manager. Are you really maximizing your minutes? Motivator. Never, never, ever quit. Mentor. You gotta pay it forward. This. I punch failure in the face. Is the Go Get It Podcast. Now, now that you know that, go get it. Hi, this is Greg Jake, and you can hear my work at gregjakegibbons.com. But now you're listening to a man who shaves his head to avoid looking like Juan Epstein. Probably a good idea. It's Corey Disson. (laughs) Very funny, Greg. Yes, it is true that I do shave my head by choice. And not many folks know that I was a founding member of the Sweathawks. And let's give a shout out to the man who is president of the Vinnie Barbarino fan club, our deep voice show announcer, Mr. Mark Peoples at markpeoples.com. This is the Go Get It podcast, where we try to take a quick, fresh look at the topics, influencers, and issues that affect the voiceover world, but we are known to stray off course and tickle anything else that might be of interest, especially if it helps motivate you to go get it. The Go Get It podcast is sponsored by George the Tech, recording studio support, design, and technical training anywhere, provided remotely by George Whittem at georgethetech.com. And if you're newer to the voiceover business and you'd like to learn five steps to help you achieve the voiceover dream, just go to CoreyDisson.com and click Get the Ebook on the menu. Now for today, how often does a show host become the show guest? I mean, how often is Jimmy Kimmel or Ellen DeGeneres on the other side of the desk? Well, today, my friends, we're going to make that happen. There's a little show called VO Buzz Weekly. And if you're a voice talent and you haven't heard of it, I'd ask what planet you've been on for the past eight seasons. The hosts of this show have interviewed a who's who of voice actors, talent agents, casting directors, and more. And they do it with a flair and a panache that is simply unmatched. Oh my goodness, I can't believe I'm getting ready to say what I'm getting ready to say right now. Let's welcome the dynamic hosts of VO Buzz Weekly, Chuck Duran and Stacy J. Aswad. Yeah, Woo-hoo! baby. We're getting buzzed with Corey Distant. <laughs> Holy moly. I'm getting you know, buzzed. I got to say, Corey, <laughs> nobody wears a shave head better than you, buddy. I mean, you're bringing style to that thing big time. Thank goodness, because uh, that's what I told my wife when I met her. Yeah, and you know, if my head looked looked that good shaved, I'd be joining you in the group, man. No, it's really good. Yeah, I mean, you know, you just look freaking handsome, like you're ready to attack the Mm -hmm. world, you know, and just grab it and get it. Yeah. (laughs) I'm just an angry young man. Uh, A very cool angry young man, I must say. Thank you for having us. Absolutely, man. It's really an honor for us to be, be with you. Oh, my goodness. The honor is mine for sure. What a pleasure. I only regret that I don't have the cool set and the couches like you guys have. <laughs> so real quick, for for the you know three people on planet Earth that might not be 100% familiar with why you guys are considered voiceover authorities, Chuck, audio producer at World Digital Studios, you know, you run demos that rock. You're producing up voiceover demos for folks all over the country, an established musician and producer. Um, Stacy, I mean, an accomplished VO actress. You got tons of national credits. TV host on Walt Disney World's top seven must-sees and must-do Disney. VO Buzz Weekly, hundreds of episodes mentioned you know, and featured in major industry publications, Backstage, VoiceOver Herald, and the like. 
take me through the genesis and tell me that story of how VO Buzz Weekly got started. Well, that's a good question, Corey. <laughs> <laughs> I try to ask them. It's a very good question. You know, um, I'm going to take you back about, you know, what, seven years, Stacy? <clears throat> so, uh, uh, summer of 2011. Summer of 2011. So, you know, Stacy and I used to frequently go on, and we still do actually, um, on walks, you know, nightly walks, get a little exercise, talk about some things. Um, cause as you are too, we're both workaholics. So we're like, you know, we're going to, if we need to chat about some business, let's do it while we're getting a little exercise. We're conscientious. We're conscientious. We're not, we're not, we're not workaholics. We're conscientious. <laughs> there you go. And you multitask as well. Um, yes. And I'm going to spare you some of the really long story. I'll be here for days. But, you know, uh, in a nutshell, uh, we were tr we were discussing things that maybe we could do together to uh, spend more time together and, uh, you know, and just work on something together, have, have a project that we could work on together. And uh, many things came to mind and many things went. Uh, but when we started thinking about, you know, Stacy's background as a host already was like kind of a natural. And we started looking at the industry, uh, voiceover industry and saying, wow, you know what? There's not really... I mean, there were other voiceover podcasts, but there wasn't really a sit down kind of talk show uh, type of voiceover show where we got to sit down with, you know, the cream of the crop, not just from the actor's uh, perspective or talent, but, you know, managers and uh, casting directors and and just, you know, all the people in the back end to make the the uh, the the voiceover industry uh you know, what it is, um, and sit down with those people and ask them questions that everybody would want to know that was in the industry, you know, if they really wanted to be serious and turned it in, in, into a serious career. And, uh, so that came to mind and then we started, uh, uh, you know, doing a lot of research and, and, and putting things together in motion to, to make that happen. And, uh, and it was funny because, you know, when you're, when you're trying to do something, you're always like, if you're going to be in front of million millions of faces, because you know it's a global, you know, show. When you're online, everybody can see you. We're like, wow, it has to be perfect, or does it have to be perfect? You know, does the set have to be perfect? What we say, does it have to be perfect? And before we can, you know, put it on, you know, on the airwaves, on the inter airwaves, if if you will, and uh, and you know, it didn't have to be perfect, and that's one of the the greatest things about about what Stacy and I, you know, try to tell people and put out there is that nobody is perfect, you know? As long as you have, you know, a genuine love for what you're doing and what you're putting out is good, people will listen. So even when our set was, you know, looked like what did it look like? A yard sale staging area. <laughs> a yard sale <laughs> staging area. That's what Stacy always says. We were still able to overlooked that, put out the good content. Nobody ever said, oh my God, your set looks so hideous. So if you go back and, and watch it's episode hilarious. one, you will actually <laughs> laugh because it's really funny. I mean, the guest is like three feet taller than we are because they're on a higher chair. Uh, the background is like a hosh posh of all kinds of different colors and stuff. Yeah. And so it's really hysterical. Um, but that's how the whole you know show kind of started. Stacy, can you add anything to that? I would add to that while we do talk a lot about voiceover, people's journeys for how they got to where they are, what's kind of starting to happen and started happening a few years ago was that people were tuning in that weren't interested in voiceover, didn't want to try to get an agent, 
and get that perspective, but they are looking at the patterns and behaviors of successful people. So that's really cool when we hear from people who are like, I don't know who this cartoon voice is. I don't even watch cartoons. But wow, the story of how they persisted and persevered really resonates with me and is inspiring me to go for things in my life in a big way that maybe I didn't want to do before or or felt afraid to do. So that's really cool that it's just really the universal human experience of how we're all plowing through our lives and and are we doing it fear-based or love-based? Are we serving people, helping, helping other people, you know, reaching down and pulling people up? And, you know, as Chuck said earlier, we didn't want to wait because how often do you hear people say, well, I'm going to wait until I have this amount of money or I'm going to live in a certain place. I mean, we would still literally be waiting to start the show if we were waiting for every element to be exactly perfect and exactly how we thought. So I just think it's really cool. And, and we always encourage people to just start. I mean, just begin and do something because every day you do something is one step closer to some dream that you will actually be able to achieve in your life. So. Absolutely. Now, and you talked about, you know, the, the patterns of successful people in, in uh, context with your guests. And I would argue that by watching and observing and listening to the two of you, you guys are walking, talking examples of patterns of success and I would be curious to know what type of patterns, processes you guys put in place because there's obviously a tremendous amount of preparation that goes into the show, or at least you make it look that way. You know, walk me through the typical, you know, pre-production and in preparing for a new episode. Uh, we're not. We're just winging it. No, just we're winging it. No. Um, well, thank you for that. I mean, Chuck and I are cut from similar cloths in that we're both extremely determined. I always feel, I always say I'm like a cat. I, I believe I will always land on my feet. I believe as long as I'm breathing, everything is possible. And, you know, we just really, we believe in each other. We believe in what we're doing. We feel inspired and responsible to give people not only entertainment, but education and inspiration so that they can take it and run with it and, and do whatever they can to make their life the best they can and to become the best versions of themselves. So, you know, we, we do spend a lot of time and we, we really curate our guests carefully. We really look at people who are going to leave something impactful for our viewers to take away. So it's not just necessarily, oh, who's the most popular or who's the most in demand. We really, we really like to, to converse with people who really want to leave something on the table. So that's a whole process. Then we do the whole pre-preparation of what are we going to talk about? What, what questions do we get from viewers that we want, you know, say if we have agents, people who don't get to talk to agents readily, we really want to try to ask the questions that we think people want to know the answers to. Um, obviously, I mean, the filming of the show takes a couple of hours, you know, and then there's the whole, editing process and getting the footage ready for our editor to take care of and make beautiful. Um, and then the marketing and the social media aspect. I mean, we, we do a lot. I mean, it's really, you know, it's, it's definitely labor intensive. Um, and I don't mean that in a negative way. It takes a lot of time, but we feel very, very like each one is like our digital baby. Like we're very attached to 
what we're putting out there. So for us, we set the bar very, very high um, so that our content is really, really as best as we can make it. Um, yeah. And, and we really, you know, we really, because you're talking about, you know, behind the scenes, you know, it's, 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 it's a, it's a well thought out process when we want to have somebody on the show, we think about, you know, when we want to have them on, if there's anything special going on, you know, with their agency or what they're doing that, you know, maybe they would want to also promote so that they can get something out of it too. Um, and, uh, the questions are, are thought out, you know, very, very carefully. And Stacy does extensive background check on everybody that comes on because she wants to know, she wants to be able to ask them things that maybe nobody's ever asked them before, at least a few things that, that they wouldn't even know that we knew. And we've had so many guests go, oh, my gosh, thank you for asking that. Nobody's ever asked me that. Um, whether it's something, you know, personal to their heart, something that really means a lot to them or, uh, or, or, you know, a time in their life where maybe things weren't so peachy, you know what I mean, where they had to struggle but overcame. Um, so a lot goes into – the questions and, 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 and what we're going to ask the guests. And then of course we have the technical side, right? We have cameras, we have lights, we have editing, um, we have social media, we have promotions, we have marketing. And, uh, and to be really honest, like a lot of people say, wow, do you guys have like a whole team that does all this stuff? And it's like, we do, we have, you know, a camera guy, we have the editors that, you know, edit our content and all that good stuff. But Stacy and I do the lion's share of the work we because have personalities we so do because yeah we we like we just kind of want to be in control of of what goes out so as far as marketing and and all that stuff and all the pre-production we do it we do it all yeah well it's it's obvious i mean you guys leave no stone unturned i mean for all intents and purposes it's a full-fledged entertainment tv talk show with your set with the multiple cameras you have the graphic animations that you know how the show starts and the lower third and you have the branded coffee cups on the tables the branded question cards i mean i'm paying attention to all that stuff and you guys do it really well that's great thanks Corey. yeah you know we we've really tried to evolve and listen i mean some of it's trial and error we've we Early on in the show, we were doing these sort of tip of the week. Da-da. Yeah. And then we were like, oh, God, no, this is not this is not something that we want to keep doing. I mean, you know, so sometimes it's just sampling what people want to listen to and watch and, and what doesn't work. So, you know, the, the thing we do at the end where it's kind of the mystery question, people love that. And it's so fun because I always feel like the person gets the question they're supposed to get. Yeah. Literally, it's sometimes <laughs> it streams right into what we've been talking about. And then we end up talking about their mom's Thanksgiving recipes. Yeah. And, you know, so it's, it's kind of fun because it gives people a little snip into a part of them. And we don't even know what the question is going to be. So exactly. Yeah, that. it's pretty cool. So you guys have had like a a virtual all-star team, like I said, of, of folks that uh, influence the voiceover industry. Has there been a guest or is there a guest that has eluded you or someone that's on the bucket list that uh, you guys want to get, you know, on that cool set of yours sometime soon? Well, we have had a few people that have respectfully said, Oh no, no, thank you. I, I, I like the anonymity. Um, and then we've, We've that we, they've reached out and said, okay, actually, I'll do it. You guys, you guys make people feel safe, and uh, I think Frank Welker is somebody that we have not had, and he tends to not do those sorts of 
candid interview kind of things. He always respectfully declines things. So I don't know. I play golf, so I have this fantasy that I'll be on the golf course and be like, oh, hey, Frank, and I'll tee off with Frank Welker and we'll have a conversation. <laughs> and Chuck will pull up in a golf cart. And we'll, we'll interview him time. right there on the golf so course. So, you know, I never say never until – I, I'm pretty, I'm pretty persistent. So until I get a restraining order or what I want, I usually just keep going. But we'll see. Who knows? I mean, stranger things have happened. We had the incredible privilege of sitting down with June Foray, and that was just a dream. And yeah. we both found out. We discovered we loved. I mean, we're huge animal lovers and rescuers, and we love shoes. And so it was really fun. Chuck got to do a Rocky and Bullwinkle exchange with June. Oh yeah, it was really incredible. So. There's so many moments where we just say, wow, I can't believe yeah. this is really Yeah, there, there hasn't really been anybody yet that we've been like, you know, oh, gosh, we're so disappointed that we can't do it. I mean, when people respectfully, respectfully decline, it's for, you know, whatever, their own personal reasons. And we would totally respect that. Yeah. Um, and that's OK. You know, I mean, we don't there's nobody that we need to have. You know, we're going to have the right person that needs to be on at the right time for somebody to hear something that's going to help yeah. them with their life. People and what do. Doing. Yeah, people Absolutely. do get there. I think at the time they're supposed to. And it's cool because many people we have been friends with or been introduced. But there's several times where the people show up that day. And that's literally the first time we've met face to face. And it's it's really cool because you just sort of get this little energy and you click and then and we, then we become friends next become, thing we know they start yes. inviting us over to their you know house yes, parties we, we've made some <laughs> incredible friendships as a result of just you know sitting down and talking and i think ultimately i mean people really they like to be heard and they like to share their wisdom and their ups and downs and people are extremely open about not just, Oh, when everything's perfect, they're really, really good about showing vulnerability and saying, this is really knocked me down, but my gosh, this is how I yeah. plowed through. So yeah. I think that's really very. Yeah. And as you important. know, Corey, I know you're giving us the finger there, but as you know, one last thing, as you know, the voiceover industry, unlike almost any other industry in the world, every is, is, is comprised of like all these people that genuinely want to give and, and teach and help. And we just love that. It makes it, it makes what we do so much easier. So you, you, it's a perfect segue to my last question here is that, and it also has to do with how you guys brand the show, you know, with all the folks, you know, out there identifying themselves as a voice talent for the ones that have legit pipes, not the ones that read the lunch announcements in high school, but the, the ones that are actually working voice talent, how important do you guys think branding is to help them get noticed because the pool is so stocked with people, you know, doing yeah. VOs? I think that in this day and era, it is extremely important. And you hear everybody, not just voice actors, but in every business in the world right now is all everybody's talking about positioning themselves and branding properly and branding 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 and you have to brand and brand and brand and the simple way that i use to describe branding is proper branding and here's what i always say when you pick up the cd of your favorite artist and you play it it sounds exactly the way that it looks and that is proper branding when you see the poster for a movie 
and you watch the movie, the poster looks exactly the way that the movie is. That is proper branding. I'm talking about fonts. I'm talking about colors. So as a voice actor, if you have demos and you have a way that you sound and a thing that you do, you need to incorporate that into a feel, into a visual rendition of, of, of what you sound like so that people can look at it and go like, ooh, that makes sense. And here's the thing. If you don't brand yourself, then you're basically telling people that they're allowed to think whatever they want to think about you rather than you guiding them to what you want them to think about you and how you want to be perceived. So if you don't brand yourself, you're doing yourself a huge disservice by not guiding people to what you want them to, 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 to believe that you are and what you have to give. Yeah. Branding is extremely important. And I would just add, too, that I think you need to – be genuine and authentic with absolutely what you bring to the table, not what you think, oh, this is what everyone wants, so this is who I am. You need to be authentically who you are because at some point, everyone is trending. You may not be the trend right now or the demographic right now, but you will be again, and you have been before. And also, people make decisions in split seconds. They're on their devices. They're on their computer. So that two seconds, three seconds that you have to visually or audibly represent yourself, people make an instant determination about you. So make sure that those are, that's key real estate Absolutely. to really key into. That is uh, some awesome insight from the both of you. And I would tell my listeners, take a moment, pause, rewind the podcast about two minutes and listen <laughs> to that particular section 781 times in a row because <laughs> yes. as look as entertaining and as educational as much insight as we got into the you know the origins and the genesis and the evolution of vo buzz weekly the the pearl of wisdom you just shared about branding and how you said it and how you delivered it especially because you guys are authorities of the voiceover industry i couldn't have said it better I wish I could say it as good as that, and I try because I preach a lot about marketing and branding, but that is huge, 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 very important advice, and I cannot thank you enough for, for getting that out there for me. You're very sure, welcome, Thank you, Corey. and thank you for what you do. Absolutely, I mean, it's, man. It's really important, and you know, Chuck has been doing demo production and directing for decades, so he sits with people that are established. He sits with people who are just breaking in and saying, this is what I, I think I want to do. So he really runs the gamut. But it's interesting because even if you are new, working or, or very established, branding is an ever-evolving situation. So it's not like, oh, I started this way 10 years ago, 20 years ago. You, it's, it's constantly needing to be tweaked and assessed because – the mood and tone and, yeah, and climate of the industry changes. So it's not just a one and done. Yeah, for sure. Well, like I said, I am eternally grateful that we were able to extract that very important nugget there at the end of our discussion. And obviously you guys, you know, devoting 23 minutes of your life to little old me today. And thank you so much for being a, a part of the podcast. I can't thank you guys enough for being involved. It was a pleasure, Corey, and you're really awesome. And, what you're putting out is is really terrific. So yeah. we're very lucky to have you Thanks, on buddy. this team as well. Well, hang in there as I do my little awkward uh, outro here. 
Uh, <laughs> a reminder that uh, today's show was brought to you by George the Tech and high fives to our show announcer, Mark Peoples. Today's featured voice talent, Greg Jake Gibbons. Our producer, Christopher Disson, multi-talented Pro Tools aficionado and proof that nepotism is still alive and well. And like I said before, if you're newer to the voiceover business and you'd like to learn five steps to help you achieve the voiceover dream, just go to CoreyDisson.com and get the ebook. Just click the ebook by on the menu. I'm looking forward to hanging out with all you guys next time. Until then, go get it.